0: Everybody want to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So
1: keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids.
2: welcome to watching the throne a lyrical analysis of kanye west my name is chris lambert and today we have a story with the man behind at did yandy drop jackson himself who has been entertaining for over a year now or almost a year now it was uh november of 2018 you got going
1: jackson thanks uh thanks for being here hey you know thanks for having me it's uh uh, an honor to be here. Really. Uh, I've been listening to you guys for uh, Quite some time actually and you know really enjoy the breakdowns of the songs and whatnot and, uh, when I've been listening to the stories, uh it's always funny to me because You got all these you know guys on that are like yeah I've you know worked with Kanye on a few tracks or yeah, you know, I'm like uh, I'm a rapper in New York City, and you know, I'm working my way up and I'm here like hey <laughs> I run an account on Twitter that says no every day <laughs> So, but, but yeah, no,
2: it's, that's one of the cool things about the story is though. It's it's just like, I don't know, you get a variety of people that all have this experience with Kanye's music and getting to see from just, uh, you know, we've interviewed just fans that just want to talk about their Kanye experience Mm -hmm. to recently Mike Dean, which was really cool. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, that one
1: was awesome (laughs) and
2: everything in between. So Yeah it's uh it's nice to have you on and it's just it's funny because I remember when your account first got going (laughs) seeing the updates and it's it's been fun watching the humor escalate over time and the (laughs) drama of the account and I've always been very uh entertained and impressed by your diligence with it.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that man yeah um yeah when I first started I so I started it uh it was uh, no, it was November last year. I think it was like it was either right before, or right after Black Friday. You know, when Kim was like, "Hey, it's dropping today, guys." Seriously, <laughs> spoiler. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was on Xbox with some friends, and one of them was like, "Hey, you should start one of those accounts that just says like no every day," because you know there's a bunch of those accounts on Twitter and just every social media. Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And I started it, and I think first couple of days I probably had like 10 followers of which, like, seven were my friends. So, you know, I was, I was like, yeah, this will just be, like, some stupid joke thing. i keep running for a couple weeks. And then, you know, just some people actually started finding it funny. Uh, and so I was like, all right, I'll start being a little more creative with it and not just say no every day. And so uh, <laughs> there have been some days where I sit there for a few minutes thinking about, like, oh, what am I going to do today? Am I going to be, like, creative and funny, or am I just going to say no? And so there's some days you can tell I'm pretty lazy about it, but... <laughs> I try and be at least, uh, you know, worthwhile so that people, you know, like when I show up on their timeline instead of being like, oh, this guy again. Yeah. Can he
2: say something else other than no?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I I think, um, I don't know. I think it helps to kind of have like that, you know, personality or character sort of to the account rather than just no, 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 et cetera. Yeah. There's
2: (sighs) just having no can get you some some followers and there's that initial mm-hmm. novelty like this is funny but it's when yeah. you start adding in the personality that people are like you know what I'm going to stick around for this
1: <laughs> yeah I like to think so I try and you know I've had like images, videos uh, you know uh, I'll make like Kanye lyrics into uh, you know Yandi related things so it, it's always pretty good and I especially I think the uh, probably my favorite part about running it is actually like the people who like interact with it you know and make jokes off of it too Uh, those are those are always great to see
2: (laughs) i'm looking back at like the original posts and it was just no 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 and it wasn't until november 27th you had your first meme (laughs) that was the uh mo from uh the simpsons being like not today old friend yeah (laughs) but you can you can see the difference in likes just you know you've been getting Mm -hmm. kind of a constant 200 and then that one goes up to 440 yeah Uh, just a different experience with it was that kind of a moment where you're like okay okay
1: yeah yeah so you know the first time I was like I'll I'll do something you know kind of funny or whatever and it was like um because you know I've got like group chats and stuff and I'll just send like reaction images so I'll be like hey why don't I do that like actually on Twitter (laughs) um and uh yeah that that first time it got uh, a pretty decent jump in likes and I was like okay all right I might actually have something here and so I'm like, they seem to enjoy, you know, the photos or like creativity, stuff that you can like tell the effort was put in at least. Um and so I was like, I gotta start doing that now. Cause I could tell there was a very different uh interaction rate between like if I was just like no or like hey guys, no, but like in a joking way. <laughs> so
2: What uh had you yeah, always been I th- interested in social media?
1: Uh <laughs> yeah, no, I um I I've always liked social media. I've um I've never taken it too seriously. Uh like some people seem to, but um I you know, I I think it's just a great place to just be able to, you know, joke around and have a good time. Especially on Twitter. That's by far the, my favorite one, the one I'm on most. Yeah, Even before Yandi.
2: <laughs> there's so much uh interaction on Twitter. Like Instagram comments I feel like are such a hassle to try to like deal yes. with, go through, be entertained
1: by yeah. And to me, you know, I, I think in on every social media platform, there's some element of, you know, self-centeredness and kind of not narcissism. But like, you know, that kind of idea um, where you're like, hey, me, you know, <laughs> check out me and like my life and how cool I am. Uh, but I feel like that's, you know, more apparent on Instagram with, you know, photos and stuff like that being the basis of the platform. But on Twitter, I found that a lot of people... Uh, you know, are more willing to joke around, have discussions, you know, talk about things in uh legitimate manners, which I, I've always really enjoyed. And uh yeah, the people I've met through the account have been great. There's <laughs> people that I would have never known. Uh and, I mean including you guys, you know. Uh talking to you and interacting with you on Twitter has always been really fun. Um and so you know, it's been a pretty good experience, I think.
2: It's same. it's I've I've enjoyed <laughs> like the daily updates and it's one of the things like every time it would pop up or I'd see it I'd be like yes like good (laughs) I and then the account growing to it's currently at 11,600 followers Mm -hmm. Uh, at what point did it start to feel more than you expected
1: (sighs) that's tough so so this, the growth was pretty slow at first, um, which is to be expected because, you know, it's hard to actually get yourself noticed. But I think I made a post on like the Arkanya subreddit and uh, I was like, hey, guys, I made this account. And it was at like 30 followers or something like that. And I was like, hey, guys, I made this account for about Yandi. You should follow it, you know, kind of like half joking. And I expected most people to tell me to just like just like leave, be like stop self-promoting and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the Internet. But um no, people responded pretty well. And I think over the next, like, two days, I gained, like, four or 500 followers from it. That's you know, amazing. It got, like, yeah, it got to, like, the top of, like, the hot page on Kanye for a second. And it was uh, – th- I think that was, like, the first moment I was like, hey, this could be something. And then after the first, like – well, I think once I hit 1,000 followers, I was like, all right, now this is actually, like, a serious thing now that I've got to, like, devote time to. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> Did you – did it ever start to tilt from – uh, easy entertainment into more of
1: a burden I'm sure there are days where you're like I don't I don't want oh yeah out. <laughs> no and uh they've been a I've tried to be vigilant but I'm I know for a fact there have been at least like three or four days that I have just completely forgotten to tweet um <laughs> and you know I, I always try and at least put something out in the day and whether that's at like 11:58 at night or like four in the morning or something when I'm like I'll just get it done um <laughs> you know Uh, and some days you can tell the creativity is running pretty low but um you know I've always been entertained by it and I never really thought of it like a burden um you know I I do think eventually I probably want to switch it to something else you know do something else to the account because I don't want to just be saying no for like the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) um uh you know or, you know, if an, if an album drops out, hey, cool. But there's just got to be some after, I think. And I don't want to set up a bot to do it because, again, I think the character probably plays into the accounts fun and novelty, you know.
2: Yeah, what a blow to the ego if you set up a bot and it just continues to be, like, it reaches 50,000 followers and you're like, son of a... For real.
1: <laughs> and it's like, I could have could have done so much more. <laughs> yeah,
2: right? Like, you think that bot's entertaining? Like, let the real Jackson
1: I... be back. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's, that's what really would have been the slap in the face. I set up a bot and then it just explodes. And it's like, <laughs> cool. They didn't even like me. Awesome. <laughs> I see how it is. I see how it is. It's funny, like
2: for our Kanye being kind of a, a launching point, that was really, I think for our podcast too, like uh, a pivotal part of the development. Cause we were still getting back in 2015, even when life of Pablo like right before Life of Pablo was coming out, we still had days where we were getting zero plays whatsoever on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was through the interaction, just posting and connecting with people on Kanye that the podcast Mm -hmm. really started getting some legs, getting some listeners, getting some consistent fans. And our Twitter account, I think, was kind of born from, from that interaction as well.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think uh, if I, th- it might've been through the, I think it might've been through the sub that I found you guys too. Um, I think I saw you guys like replied to a post or something and it mentioned your podcast and I went and looked it up and I was like, Oh, Hey, this, this is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'd say, uh, besides like, uh, the dissect podcast, probably you guys are the one I listen to the most often, I think. Hey, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Little, little ego boost. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's just, uh, it's, it's funny how they're like our Kanye and uh, KTT have both been so, I think, instrumental for a lot of the outgrowth of the Kanye community on just different platforms, or yeah. even just with different personalities within the Kanye community.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard so much about KTT, but I've never actually like been on there before. Oh, it's it's a madhouse. Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard it's like it's like if you took the Kanye sub on like album day, and like ramped it up to 11 you know it's just crazy
2: yeah and you have no nested comments mm-hmm. so imagine everybody trying to like respond to each other in just like yeah. a linear thread like oh man can't follow any of this but <laughs> they have their own method their madness
1: no yeah it's fair and it is uh, it is fun to see kind of the different personalities and different like cultures evolve in these like kanye sub areas because you know the r kanye and then ktt and then even on, like, Twitter and stuff, you'll have different sort of sub-communities that all have their different, you know, way of talking about things. Yeah. Have you, is, even, as being somebody that was involved with
2: our Kanye or uh, just Twitter Kanye community in general, now that you kind of have your own did Yandi drop community, in a sense, uh, that's kind of <laughs> a... A slice it's a of the Kanye community, fandom. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that it has its own kind of personality and its own rhythm
1: to it? Uh, yeah, sort of. It's you know, it's kind of weird. It's kind of one of those things where it's hard to get a grasp on kind of you know your own you know personal area because you're like, well, I don't have you know, yeah, you know, everyone thinks they don't have like an accent or something. It's like I don't. It's like sometimes I'll be in my community and be like, this is just a bunch of random people, but um. you know like i said kind of a depressed community i've noticed there's a lot of uh you know defeatist sort of thinking like oh cool so we're like never getting another album right like that (laughs) Uh, especially around you know the whole jesus is king fiasco that's been happening and like is that ever going to come out either and you know so yeah there's a bit of a culture i think but it's you know i think it's more uh sort of a culture that's played for laughs rather than you know the actual thinking for the most part
2: right but it's been uh i'm sure like a strong inroad just into discussions you can have on twitter on other posts and other threads like you have 902 tweets so you've definitely been
1: (laughs) yeah no i've been i've been a busy busy man last year
2: (laughs) yeah um but do you have a some favorite moments so far from running the account
1: oh man uh (laughs) (laughs) I my my favorite post that I made was absolutely the uh, the clown one on uh, Jesus King night like the first night that it was supposed to come out I think it was Uh, I think it's I think it's my pinned tweet right now but um I I I think I spent probably way too much time making that because I like I downloaded like a bunch of just random like YouTube (laughs) videos along with like clown music and I exported it to Apple music then went in and changed all the names and the info and whatnot uh, only to find out that screen recording wasn't allowed on Apple Music. Like, it would mute the audio. Oh. So I had to record the video, then export it back to my computer and, like, add the audio on top. So I did all that for nothing anyways. Man, but So you
2: had, like, a full – it sounds like a full evening of just – Yeah,
1: yeah I, I probably spent, like, at least, like an like, an hour and a half or something making that one post. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was – it was the dumbest thing but i was just having a great time with it and i was like i need to keep doing this because this is gonna be hilarious and <laughs> that's that's the most fun i've had probably making like one post or whatever um i don't know I, you know as sad as that whole uh, jesus is king thing was uh that was that was like the most fun time for the account because there was so much going on and so much like speculation and hype um and, you know, I was questioning, like, is this Yandy? Does it count? Am I free? Am I stuck in hell? You know? <laughs> yeah, have you Have you
2: determined what uh what the answer is for that? Does it
1: matter? <laughs> That's the real question now. <laughs> Man. Because, I don't know, I, I put out a poll, and it was, like, 53-47, so it's pretty split um, as to whether I should or not. It was, like, 53 yes, 47 no. Yeah. Um, if
2: final results were fifty five forty five, if that's any better really?
1: okay all right well i mean it's slightly better but you know uh i, I was hoping for at least something more decisive either way but <laughs> i i can't complain with the, the will of the people i i don't know i'd like to lean towards yes sort of because i feel like it's you know kind of Yandi sort of stripped away of everything but the skeleton and then built on top of that um obviously it's got an entirely different you know sort of theme and you know but I feel like there's at least components and ideas from Yandi that were brought over. So I, I see it more of like an evolution sort of than a completely different album.
2: But I think that's fair. Like I still very much believe so help me God is just the early version of life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's fair. He had like a, a vision for it, an idea for it, but was it happy with the first draft? It went back and what we eventually got was life of Pablo would mm-hmm. so help me god have sounded different if like piss on your grave really was on it <laughs> and some of the other tracks that got thrown out to other people like
1: definitely but that's why it
2: didn't come out
1: yeah no, that's fair man life of pablo was so that's uh a fun fact about me i used to be one of those because pe- life of pablo is the first album that i listened to of kanye's consciously nice like um, I'd obviously heard, you know, gold digger before I'd heard heartless. I heard stronger, you know, kind of the mainstream hits. Um, but before that I was kind of, you know, keep in mind I was like 15 or 16 at this time. Um, and so up until that point I had always, man, I like through middle school, I was always one of those people that's like, yeah, I don't listen to like mainstream music today. I listen to <laughs> underground bands. Like you ever heard of pink Floyd and queen dude, that's real music, <laughs> Yeah, and you know, they're great bands, but um, I was very, I don't know, uh, holier than thou, I guess, with my music taste. Yeah, you had some pretensions, uh, about, or pretensions yeah, about it. Yeah, you know, a little bit of pretension. We've all, a- anyone who's been through middle school hey. knows. Guilty of charge but, today. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel like you got to have at least a little bit of a sense of that to run a music podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so I had always kind of just kind of agreed with the mainstream opinion been like, yeah, rap is just about like cars and sex and women and money. Uh, you know, and like, I always thought Kanye was just like an asshole who just makes loud music. But then I had a friend, um, who was, you know, going on about the whole, you know, fiasco with the life of Pablo dropping and whatnot, because at that point, that was like the wildest Kanye rollout. Little did we know what was coming. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so he was talking to me about it and then he showed me, and so the first Kanye song I ever, like, actively sought out and listened to was Ultralight Beam. And I'd say if you wanted to get me hooked on Kanye, that was probably, like, the best start. <laughs> uh, cause, you know, I, I remember thinking, I was like, I didn't ever think, you know, any music, let alone, like, rap or Kanye for me at that point, could make me feel just the raw emotion that that song made me feel and still makes me feel to this day. That's why it's always been like one of my most, you know, one of my favorite songs of his. <laughs> um, so Life of Pablo was my first. And then after that, I just kinda, you know, went through the rest of the album, sort of hopped around and saw what else I liked, but. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's
2: where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: It does yeah. seem like that would have been a great entry point. Just given like the epicness of it and coming mm-hmm. off of, say, like Pink Floyd and Queen and the heights that they reach and kind of the the scope and scale that they go for like yeah going from thinking that rap and hip-hop had to have been on a much uh like thinner level or had less going yeah like on. not as
1: meaningful or something you know
2: yeah and then to hear that you're just like oh 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 oh, oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay i see yeah yeah no um yeah had i you know no offense to Jesus. Love the album, and I know you do too. Uh, had I started with the Yeezus, I mean, I probably wouldn't have like immediately been like, "Yes, this guy's great," you know.
2: You mean that on site would it have reinforced your stereotypes <laughs> about? Man, Kanye only makes loud rap. Let's listen to on site to change my mind. <laughs> yeah, you would have to start with uh, like, if you were starting with the Yeezus, somebody would have to be like, "We're gonna start with the song called Blood on the Leaves first then we're gonna come back and i don't know we'll work through it let's let's put some like bound to in there you know a little easy into it yeah shuffle (laughs) eases. uh so do you remember what it was specifically uh like emotion wise it resonated with you so
1: strongly about ultra light beam oh man that's tough uh man i don't know i'm I'm not, like, a religious person, but, like, there was just something about the, like, sort of gospely ish like, sort of gospel rap feel about that song that just really, like, it just got to me. I don't know if it was, like, you know, the chorus or, like, uh, you know, what it was, but oh, man, it's hard to even put into words how that song made me feel. Um, There's such tremendous build going
2: from yeah. a, a kind of the not fragmentedness but kind of the uh space that is kanye's portion before getting Mm -hmm. into the emotion of oh price i forget her first name uh and chance uh, yeah heading then into the choir at the end we're just like Mm -hmm. how the how did we get here
1: Right, right. That choir was like, I think that was probably the biggest moment for me. It, the choir and Chance's verse are my probably favorite moments on that song. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's still probably my favorite Chance verse even today. You know, I've listened to his whole discography, but man. <laughs> and I, I've had the pleasure of talking with Chance uh, on Twitter before. Um, Did you? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I was in a group chat with him. Uh, and so, you know, people were freaking out or whatever. And I, I just asked him like, Hey, what's your like favorite verse? And I think he said, uh, ultralight beam" was like either his favorite, if not like top three of his favorites. That's a pretty good moment to have. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was cool. And I also felt validated because I was like, see, I see, was right. I got taste. I got taste. <laughs> I, I know what I'm talking
2: about with music. <laughs> So when you, when you finished Life of Pablo for the first time and did that, did you still have any doubts or hesitations about how you felt about Kanye? Did it just, did the whole album start to finish kind of work for you? Did it take some time to come back to?
1: Yeah. I mean, there were some parts on the album that kind of threw me for a loop for a bit. Um, Like I'm trying to think like if you ask me now i love pretty much the album front to back it's right. a fantastic album at the time and i think i had uh, my first listening was on like the like quote unquote like unfinished version you know so that might have played into a part of it but um you know i remember thinking uh <laughs> crazy as it sounds at first i was not a huge fan of like the real friends wolves kind of you know jacklist or whatever yeah uh, well, nowadays, it was nice having you on the show so long no yeah, yeah. no yeah no. <laughs> that will be it for me uh yeah but you know now listen to it i'm like how could i have ever like not liked this this is beautiful uh you know so i like it immediately didn't hit but you know it was one of the you know, i listened to it and i was like all right that was pretty good that you know that was better than i was expecting from it and then kind of you know started to slowly listen to it more and more often it kind of got more incorporated in like my daily music listening and after that happened, then I started to branch out into the other albums too. And so, yeah. uh, what, uh, what stood
2: out to you when you started going through the rest of the albums? Was it kind of a, still like a slower process. Like you'd listen to one here and there, kind of like it go on to the next or kind of like have <laughs> um, a weekend where you just run through them all.
1: Yeah. So for me, it wasn't so much of running through, you know, I, I was never, I never like, Listen to an album front to back then listen to the next album front to back It was kind of you know a snippet of dark twisted fantasy here a snippet of late registration here Maybe get some ease and maybe get you know, um, but I do remember that uh, My beautiful Dutch Twisted fantasy and specifically runaway were like the first couple it was in like the first couple songs I listened to after Pablo and Runaway immediately had me like floored. <laughs> like I, I was immediately I, I was like, oh okay so this is music (laughs) (laughs) uh and and after that i think it was like after runaway i listened to pretty much that's like the one thing i pretty much listened to like all of my beautiful doctors to fancy afterwards and that that album was immediately just a love um yeah i'd say late registration took a while for me to pick up on i wasn't so high on it at first but you know the more i listened to it the more i uh, you know listen to specific songs it became one of my favorites I'd say
2: it's it's interesting having that relationship with Kanye's music because as hmm, uh, I'm trying to think of what the egotistical as we felt about like our <laughs> our idea of Kanye's discography when we first started the podcast going back through as often as we have listening to the songs as closely as we have it's just been fascinating person personally to have the experience of how the albums shift and how the relationship with certain albums changes over time um yeah you can feel closer to one for a period than another or finally click i used to rate graduation at the
1: very bottom and be like, yeah, I, I've gone through that too. Where I've been like, I don't know, I just, I just can't vibe with it. Like, it's good, but out of all of his albums, you know, it's tough because I, I never want to rank a Kanye album like last. Like, if I'm trying to go through and like be like, this is my favorite, you know, this is ranking all his albums front to last, I never want to rank any of them at the bottom because even like the quote unquote worst ones are still some of my favorite albums. So it's you know, it's tough. Yeah. Um, always always feels bad <laughs> right right and you know that's the thing it's like if you ask there are there are not as that many artists I think except besides like Kanye West where you could ask 10 different fans what's your favorite album and or like what order would you rank the albums in and get 10 like completely different answers
2: yeah I uh, I, tr- I tried doing the specific album a uh, mm-hmm. point when we were doing a live show at South by Southwest and we had like 40 people in the room I was like L- like this is how diverse Kanye is, like how people feel about what the best album is I was like raise your hand if you think it's this 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 and by Beautiful Dark mm-hmm. Twisted Fantasy and like 90% of the people raise their hand and I was like yeah <laughs> never mind <laughs> never mind
1: <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's always fun. I've had people that are like, okay, but that's like the basic pick. And I'm like, yeah, but it's basic because that's like the one consensus one that everyone can agree is near the top. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, just a, it's just a masterpiece.
2: A fundamental for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I Depending on my mood, I'll rank the albums completely differently. You know, there are days where I'm like, hell yeah, I need me some Yeezus. And then there <laughs> are And there are the days when it's like, all right, 808s, your time to shine, you know? (laughs) Yeah, those 808s days ones are very cathartic. You're like, all right, that felt good. That felt good. It felt bad, but it felt good. (laughs) Right. No, I'll have driving down, like driving home from work or something late at night and just have streetlights come on. It's like, all right. All right, we're here now.
2: (laughs) Uh, I can't wait to... I'm excited to watch this Jesus is King movie just because... I
1: hear there's a a new rendition of Streetlights on it. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Now you're speaking my language. That that is. Oh, I don't know. I I for as much as I love that song, I feel like I don't hear nearly enough talk about it sometimes.
2: No, it feels extremely underrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's a lot. Like, there's a. I know there's like a big group of people that loves it, but it still feels yeah. like it doesn't get enough.
1: It doesn't get the recognition that, like, other songs in the album do. Like, you know, Heartless or Amazing, Love Lockdown, those kind of things.
2: Yeah. Like, it could should consistently be top three on that album. Yeah, but mm-hmm. everybody has different... I just... I feel defensive yeah, over Streetlights. <laughs> no,
1: I, I get that. I, I completely feel that. It's it's tough trying to rank any Kanye song or album because they all bring such different things to the table. And that I think is... That's... um. That's one of the things that really caught me off guard, I think, when I first went through the discography, is how every album has its own, like, distinct sound. Like, if you hear a Kanye song, you can immediately think, okay, that's from College Dropout. Or, like, that one, that one's Kids See Ghosts. you know, it's such a range.
2: Yeah, there's a few artists that are, like, big deal, and I'm thinking about one specifically that I don't want to name, but I feel like all of his despite how beloved his albums are to like a lot of the Kanye community too, every time I listen, I'm just like, that sounds the same as every other
1: song that I've heard like over and over again. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that, you know, having like similar sounding songs, but I think that's what makes Kanye such a dynamic artist is his ability to make so many different sounds and yet still have the same consistent quality song after song, after song, after album, after album.
2: Did, uh, do you ever have that moment where you just realize like, okay, I'm a Kanye fan and I'm saying that out loud <laughs> to people. Cause I feel like it's still, it can be weird it's,
1: in this day to I, like say it out loud to people, you know, unpopular opinion, but I think Kanye fans are the most oppressed group in the world. <laughs> no, uh, no. Yeah. I, I still get flack from my friends. I, uh, I'm very openly a Kanye fan, uh, and I've accepted it for all its greatness and all of its flaws. Uh. You know, I'm I'm ride or die. Uh but my friends will still give me some shit for it sometimes. So uh that I mean it was probably I don't know. It was before before Ye and before Kitsy Ghost job, but not much longer before I think when I was officially like, all right, yeah. hundred percent Kanye is the number one artist. <laughs> speaking of your
2: friends, have they uh have they had a reaction to the account? Do they like how do they discuss uh the growth of did yandy drop
1: oh man i <laughs> i will never let my one friend forget about when i i it you know after the Kanye post and it jumped up to like 200 some followers so i was like guys it's growing now and he's like chill out dude it's like 200 followers all right it's not that much <laughs> and i just i just never let him forget it but um i don't know they, they seem to have enjoyed it and stuff they sometimes joke about it for me they'll send like uh kanye tweets in our like group chat <laughs> be like all right so the album's not coming out like at me uh, uh and you know sometimes they'll they'll uh they'll send me they'll be like hey this is a really good tweet like you know if i if i tweet something that they think is really funny they'll let me know um nice. yeah no they uh for the most part i think most of them enjoy it uh and if they don't they don't voice it to me which <laughs> i'm all right with <laughs> so yeah. friends of four but yeah it's it's kind of funny because it's like
2: at this point voicing any kind of uh, negativity towards it, it's become such an ingrained thing after like a nearly a year of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The size that it's grown, it's like you're saying what now?
1: <laughs> For real, it's like a it's like a, I'm sorry, who are you? I'm too popular. <laughs> to talk to you. I have your have your agent call my agent. We'll yeah. talk. I'm gonna uh, talk I... about this. <laughs> I like it uh uh do you yeah no
2: I was oh go ahead uh, I was gonna say do you uh do they serve as kind of a, a sounding board for some things do you do you run some ideas by people uh for in terms of content or is it just kind of like you sit and think yeah. you have some ideas and go
1: <laughs> yeah uh, I mean sometimes I um I don't want to bother them with it because I don't want to be like all right guys for my massive account which has 11,000 followers and, you know, I don't want to be, like, trying to, like, flex on them with <laughs> <laughs> uh, an account that's, you know, still relatively small for a music community on Twitter. But um, I, uh, I'll, I'll run things by me every once in a while. I'll be like, hey, if I tweeted like this, do you guys think it'd be funny? Just kind of get a little bit of a test and see if it'd be worth it or not. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is um, if someone, uh, you know, someone will see me on Twitter and be like, oh, what you looking at? And I'll just be like. Oh, you know my Twitter and stuff and they'll be like oh cool let me follow you and I'm like alright <laughs> cool and so I click on the profile thing thinking I'm still on my personal account and the did Yandi drop pops up and they'll be like what is that how many followers and I'm like it's a long story
2: <laughs> it's just such a it, long
1: story it's, it's hard to be like yeah it's an album about Kanye West which they'll already probably judge me for And I'll be <laughs> like, yeah it's a it's a Twitter I made uh, for an album that he didn't drop and then I just say no every day and <laughs> It just feels like such an awkward conversation to have, and you know, if you if you look at me, you probably wouldn't think, "Oh yeah, that dude's probably like a huge, huge Kanye dude who probably has a Twitter (laughs) dedicated to one album (laughs) that isn't out."
2: Right, and to be like, "You do what?" Hmm, like that's (laughs) it's more concerning than it is impressive. It's
1: like, "Oh, that's cool."
2: Yeah, (laughs) I have the same experience sometimes when I meet a, especially like because I work from home all the time I'm not meeting so many mm-hmm. people but I'll go out with my wife and some of her coworkers or something I'm like oh Chris so like what do you do again and I'm like oh uh <laughs> Kanye podcast they're like excuse me what yeah it's a it's a Kanye West podcast right. it's just a thing or recently there have been a couple groups that we've uh that have started playing the game know your meme and Mm -hmm. you pick who goes first by how many social media followers they have (laughs) which oh that's that's good yeah it's fun but also a little bit like how do I how do I best these are all new people I'm meeting how How do do I
1: (laughs) how do you say I have 20,000
2: followers without (laughs) right and do I try like including like how would they respond if I then included like Instagram and YouTube as in the total like (laughs) uh no probably just best to stick with <laughs> <laughs> oh man but it makes it's for some a... interesting conversations
1: oh for sure it's uh, yeah they get out there <laughs> it's 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 still weird to me because you know it's if i loved like you know uh drake or like khalid like you know uh i have this appreciation for kanye it would be not nearly the same, I feel, because there wouldn't be that whole idea of like, it's like a dark secret you got to keep, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. I do wonder too, I guess I'm very outside a lot of the other, like Twitter can feel very big and small all at once. Mm -hmm. And that my Twitter's so full of Kanye people and Kanye fans (laughs) that my whole... View of Twitter is skewed in that direction. I'm wondering, like, would either of our accounts or concepts work as well for a Drake, for an Eminem? Like, what is, how is the community there compared to the Kanye community? Right.
1: I think the first question you got to ask is, what other artist announces an album, then doesn't drop it, and waits for a year, <laughs> announces another album, doesn't drop that album, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> for me for me I think it might be a little more of a, a niche concept but um yeah no I, I feel you. it's uh you know they say ah, what, I don't know like no no press is negative or whatever so I feel like with Kanye that brings a lot of attention to anything related to him
2: yeah people keep talking about is this uh announcement and not announcing or announcing and not releasing like a marketing
1: strategy yeah, for like selling merchandise and whatnot.
2: Yeah, just like, you know, he doesn't have to do anything else but do this. And then when the album comes out next month, everybody's going to
1: be aware of it. You know, like, yeah. Which is, yeah, I understand. And I feel like if you're not, if you haven't like followed Ye before and you just kind of see this stuff happening, I could see that being like the impression. But I feel like people who like really have, you know, uh, listened to Kanye and understand kind of what his whole thought process is we you know it's kind of an understanding that yeah sometimes he makes claims he can't back up and <laughs> you know sometimes <laughs> he listens you know he he goes through and you know he's a perfectionist and uh he just wants to you know really complete the album he's not happy with it yet so which so was the fate of uh Yandi, right sadly yeah and you know i <laughs> my favorite thing is um I have open DMs because uh, you know I, I I'm fine with people messaging me and I try and respond to people uh, as best I can and I don't get to everyone but I try to. Uh, the I do have a few that I never respond to and it's like people who are like, hey, could you like retweet this or like give me a shout out? No. Uh, <laughs> hey, could you? Uh, um, hey, you like check out my music on SoundCloud and it's like, I I mean I get I get the hustle man but like. I'm just a freshman in college with no music connections. (laughs) I can't do anything for you, even if I like it. It's not going to help. So you're kind of wasting your time messaging me about that. But a lot of people message me like, hey, man, have you heard the Yandy leaks? Hey, dude, there's Yandi leaks out there. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. (laughs) But, like, that doesn't count. (laughs) That's not an official drop. So, you know, but yeah, every time I listen to those Yandi leaks, I still get a little sad because I think a full version of that would have been really good. Yeah. What what could have been?
0: i
2: still have it i still have it. listening to the full album full album leak
1: yeah there have been a couple that i've missed um but i know you know like 80 degrees uh the one that keeps getting renamed is it was like chakras and then like the storm or something like that out <sighs> they're good yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just wish i, I just wish we could have gotten a full version you know
2: it would have been so nice it would have <sighs> been so nice and now i hear nice things about jesus is king too like
1: I do I too. I was – man, I was – I had a friend. Um, I've got a friend who goes to NYU and he – I don't know. He's, he knows some people who – so he got into the Jesus King one in New York. And uh, he told me – he's like, yeah, and I got to like meet Kanye. And I'm what like – What the fuck? I'm like, bro, the, you're just going to make me mad. Stop. <laughs> wow. And he's like, I didn't get to say much to him. I was like, you should have just like been like, hey my friend runs an account (laughs) (laughs) right now
2: you're in your friend's dm like there you go yeah tell kanye about
1: like hey could
2: you give me a shout out (laughs) yeah (laughs) the roles are reversed yeah uh that would have been awesome to get to meet kanye
1: for real that's that's the one thing being such a new you know fan i you know i kind of hopped on board after like the life of pablo tour and since then there's been nothing so I'm hoping someday I'll get to see him live, but yeah, maybe you know. <laughs> uh,
2: uh Sunday service will roll through close enough to where you are and get for to real go through. I'm hoping we get some kind of tour with whatever's upcoming, though. It'll be interesting if it is like a Jesus is King tour. I guess it'll just be
1: like going to church. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to wear uh, suits and dresses and whatnot to uh, the concert. Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, it'd be unique. He, he, you know, he doesn't shy away from having unique concerts. That's for sure. Yeah,
2: I'd be very curious about that. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> That'd be an interesting concept. <laughs> well, so do you have a, a current kind of a top three albums?
1: Oh man, uh, that's tough. I think I, my "Beautiful Dutch" was to fantasy probably has and always will be number one for me, unless something amazing comes out that'll top it. Um, after that it gets, you know, kind of murky, it's shifted a lot. I think, I have been listening to a lot of late registration recently, so I'd say that's probably, at probably number two, I think. Um, I just love, just kind of the jazzy feel of that whole thing. <laughs> it's such a nice, uh, difference. And then, oh, man, for number three, I don't know, I mean, it's tough. It's probably either Life of Pablo or, like, Kitsy Ghosts, it's just... I I wish I wish Kid Seagulls was longer but for what's there there's such quality on that
2: yeah I often forget that it's just seven tracks like it (laughs) for real it it feels larger than what it is at times and then other times Mm -hmm. I listen to it and I'm like
1: man (laughs) (laughs) it's like that's good but like where's the full course come on
2: (laughs) yeah it's like I get I get ramped up and then it's over yeah Mm. Uh, and do you have a like a Top five favorite
1: songs right now, or just some th- songs off the top of your head? That oh man, I mean, Runaway has always been like special to me, just because that's been like that's like the one thing that really pushed me over the hedge. And same with same with Ultra Light Beam. Those two are always going to be in there just because of how they are. They're really the ones that push me into uh, listening to the whole discography. Um, I mean. Ah, that's tough <laughs> <laughs> oh man I was expecting some softball questions man um no, hard-hitting journalism right here of course yeah uh oof. um Cuddy montage Cuddy montage I've always really enjoyed it's my favorite song off kids to ghost by far and uh one of my favorites and then I I think Real Friends and Wolves, just kind of those two tracks right next to each other, have so much power. I just, if I listen to one, I have to listen to the other. That's that's the rules. It's like a jab and an uppercut. (laughs) For real. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like those two songs, they're very good on their own by far. But like together, there's, you know, something special. Yeah. And they even
2: like flow into each other so well. Right.
1: Man. Yeah yeah it'd be i mean it'd be like listening to like the all the lights interlude without following it up with all the lights it Ah. it's good but it's like there's something missing yeah just don't do that yeah that's that's why (laughs) scary hey
2: everybody we recorded the initial episode of course before jesus's king came out but now that it's actually out wanted to catch up with jackson again real fast and just see how he's feeling uh you know, this first week in November, given a little bit of time to actually have the relief (laughs) of the album coming out. And (laughs) then uh, some time to think about the album and what's what's next. So
1: Jackson, thanks for uh, being back. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, glad I get to share my thoughts on the album.
2: Yeah. So I mean, at what point were you convinced it was actually going to come out?
1: uh when i actually saw it on apple music probably (laughs) (laughs) that that was when i was like oh cool it's like actually out nice
2: there it is thank goodness and too many times did you have a an immediate feeling thought because i mean this account had been like a almost
1: a year at that point yeah uh i think my thought was if I say yes, or if I say no, it's just gonna piss off half of the people. So I gotta make a choice. <laughs> My first thought wasn't even like, "Oh, thank God it's over." My first thought was, "Great, now I gotta <laughs> figure out what I'm doing."
2: Yeah, what do I say? Like, there's a there's a weird pressure on you then. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but,
2: and you you I went was, with listen to it. You went with it's Yandi 2.0. I'm counting it. Yes. Yeah, I,
1: I was like, you know, it's basically is basically what Yandi's turned into. We're not getting the actual Yandi pretty much ever, let's be honest. So right. I was like, I don't want to just run this account forever. I don't want to set a bot up. So I'm, I'm counting it.
2: <laughs> and, you know, it did well. Is that your most successful tweet to date? 5.5 thousand 5, likes?
1: Yeah, probably something. It's either that one or the one I made the night that Jesus is King was supposed to drop with, like, the clown music and whatnot. It was one of those. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty but, good one. Yeah. I was I was pretty pleased actually. There's a lot of people that were like, you know, hey, it's like that's cool, we'll support you use your account, you do what you want with it, we'll stick around and I'm like, Cool, awesome. Yeah,
2: response has been response has been good.
1: Yeah, I, I found it to be pretty good. And I've actually gotten a really decent amount of engagement on just kind of the stupid stuff I've been posting afterwards. So
2: Yeah, I was scrolling through earlier, I was just like, one point seven thousand, one point five thousand, mm-hmm. like getting all these 1000 comment posts yeah. i mean it is giving you more creativity to talk about some like, other I things like nothing, other than just the album.
1: like one tweet a day of just some variation of no
2: <laughs> yeah you get to you get to flex a bit
1: more yeah at the same time though it does because you know that gave such like a structure to it it was like every day i'd always have at least something to tweet about you know
2: mm-hmm. now you gotta I gotta look a bit stuff. more yeah
1: <laughs> it takes more effort now
2: oh uh, effort no
1: wants to try to get followers
2: not me uh you're so cursed <laughs> <laughs> so cursed well so and then what uh how'd you feel about the album itself
1: so initially i was kind of lukewarm on it not gonna lie uh I, I thought there were some some highs some lows i was pleased with it like The sound of it but when i like actually read the lyrics sometimes i was like i mm, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like it's grown on me even in the few like you know couple weeks it has been um you know there have been some songs that i've really enjoyed on it uh use this gospel is great uh i like follow god closed on sunday i just (laughs) man i don't like that chick-fil-a line (laughs) (laughs) It just takes me out of it. But other than that, I really like that song. So, you know, it's been a mixed bag. I like it. I think it could have been better though. But at the same time, knowing Kanye, he would have just kept it in the vault forever. If he kept trying to work on it, you know, right. There eventually
2: comes a time where it just has to be like, you know what? All right, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that out into the world. Um, So would you say Use This Gospel is your favorite?
1: It's probably the one I've listened to the most, yeah. Um, I'd have to kind of go through and, you know, do like a full recheck to figure out which one's like truly my favorite. But I'd say probably Use This Gospel, yeah. I don't know, just something about that beat and that (laughs) sax, Kenny (laughs) JeeTon.
2: It's a nice combination of elements. It's my favorite Kanye singing, moment ever too which
1: mm-hmm. surprised me I didn't expect that yeah yeah no he's he had some good notes on there <laughs> you don't always get with the Kanye singing track but you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> well so then um do you have a an idea of what you're going to do with the account moving forward
1: um I mean it's, it's going to stay Kanye related you know it's going to be to do with him, maybe to do with rap in general, hip hop and rap in general, with like a more of a focus on Kanye, because um, you know there's other artists that I like. You know, I got Frank Ocean, Kendrick, <laughs> the you know the basic, the basic you know teenage white boy. I listen to hip hop,
2: Tyler Pack, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
1: Have you guys heard of Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean? <laughs> the kind of underground.
2: Just you know, uh, I just like things that are a little more.
1: <sighs> I'm not like other boys I listen to <laughs> hip hop and <laughs> I'm not like
2: other boys
1: uh, yeah man. perfect uh, I just want to say um, just because I remembered I forgot to share this on the last podcast I had developed the theory that perhaps Yandy was uh, stolen from Kanye perhaps there was a little uh Clay z action in there oh see my theory is that Clay was going to steal what Yandi was going to be to try and force Jay and Kanye to make an album together. Oh, my God. See, I'm thinking Clay Z, he's like, listen, Kanye said something about Throne 2. There's been nothing about it since. We got to try and expedite this process.
2: I like the idea that expedite becomes like the key word for Clay Z, just in general. <laughs> it makes sense, though. I remember him sending a text message. It was just like, Mm -hmm. you're going to thank me later. And (laughs) I had no idea what that meant. But now that you know, this theory would put that all in perspective.
1: He knew, you know, he knew it'd be a disappointment that we lost Yandi. But sometimes the hardest sacrifices require the strongest wills. (laughs) That's, you're
2: exactly right with that. (laughs) And I believe that's
1: the philosophy that Klazi moves by.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the only philosophy he lives by <laughs> he's uh he's a chaotic neutral he's just right you just never know what clazy's gonna get up to <laughs> he's yeah. uh feels like he's everywhere feels like he can do anything he's
1: everywhere and nowhere at the same
2: time ah <laughs> <sighs> what a man he is what a clone he is
1: uh what a mystery he, he hates the c-word <laughs> You can't you can't say that it's almost as bad as saying Boomer ooh. Oh,
2: oh, I, I can't believe I
1: just said that on air. Oh I'm wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry
2: you That's, come onto the show and this is a nice was, respectable was, show
1: I'm, sorry. I, I forgot where I was
2: you dropped the b-word The oh, b-word
1: I just I I went. you know my vision just went white with rage there for a second. I just uh.
2: <laughs> You you Millennials Calling boomers, boomers. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, nice. Oh Oh, man. Any uh, any other final thoughts on uh, the album? uh, Future moving forward. Anything else?
1: I don't know. I mean, my biggest thing is you know we've seen it. This this wouldn't be the first time with Kanye albums. You get, you just got to give it time. I definitely think there was a pretty kind of middling response when it came out, and then uh, like a couple days afterwards. But I think with time, you'll see that a lot of people Jesus's king grows on him. and I'm, I'm pretty confident that'll probably happen with me too. It took a while for Jesus to grow on me, so why it's, not, Jesus is king. It seems to be
2: the the way of Kanye albums at
1: this point. Just like
2: <laughs> what the hell is this? And then
1: not appreciated until a few years after they drop. Yeah, then it's just like you
2: know what? Hmm,
1: this was pretty good. <laughs> I think you I see like it with it. like the, like the huge like. Um, The huge like upbringing that like uh, Life of Pablo has seen in recent years, at least that I have. I think I've seen a lot of people with like, you know, Life of Pablo is a top three Kanye album. And I didn't see that in 2016,
2: 2017. No, I, Travis and I were certainly saying it, but overall on Twitter, definitely wasn't seeing it. And most people that I know in person are just like, Kanye, what? No, get away. (laughs) So (laughs) I didn't have it. To be fair. Yeah. We've
1: learned that you and Travis are ahead of the curve.
2: You know, in constantly just praising everything he does. <laughs>
1: we have See, a 50-50 50 chance to come
2: around to it. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a, it's a simple numbers game. Just give it time. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. but no, I think I think the album's good. I'm still I'm still a big yay fan, still gonna be shit posting on Twitter. I'm still. Beautiful. Just gonna be doing my thing beautiful
2: well looking forward to it and uh i don't know tweet again soon it's been since november 3rd
1: absolutely it's been it's been a couple days i'm running the whole material <laughs> yeah
2: what are you doing here come
1: on <laughs> i don't know i'm just slacking you know yeah well
2: you'll you'll get it together soon i trust <laughs> there's always the next kanye album on
1: the way <laughs> appreciate it that's true we'll be waiting for jesus is born in christmas yeah. if we don't get that maybe a new album <laughs> maybe a new twitter pops up. <laughs> scary well, so
2: I think we're at the uh, at the time for your last call I, before you get going, which is your uninterrupted period to uh, talk about whatever you want and close out the show. I just want to say thank you, Jackson, for coming on and sharing some details about. I appreciate it. Did Yandi drop and your experience uh, with the account? Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> and yeah, I you know it's been a it's been a good time running the account, and you know. I want to change it up to something new, maybe at some point, Um, we'll see, but I also don't want to, you know, I I know if I do that, I'll lose a bunch of followers, which is fine, but I want people to, you know, if I ever do that, stick around, uh, you know, to see what's up next. It'll obviously be EA related if I do it, but um, I don't know, you know, like I said, my DMs are always going to be open and I try and respond to people. Um, I don't get to everyone just because... I get a lot of you know DMs, but uh, I do I do try and um, I've had people in there that talk about you know uh, anything. You know, people will come in there and be talking about Kanye, obviously. Um, but I've had people come in. I remember there was one dude. He was like a single father, uh, and he was talking about how like he just lost his job or whatever. But like you know he was struggling to find a new one. But um, he always he's like like every time i see your account on twitter though it just makes me smile because he's like he's just it's fun to see someone that dedicated to something so relatively pointless um and so i had a good talk with him you know and that was crazy uh just to think that i could have an impact at all on someone but especially you know someone who's going through some rough stuff so you know i've made sure to keep in contact with him and whatnot but you know basically (laughs) i mean i'm I can't really do a whole lot, I guess. I'm not a licensed anything. Uh, I mean I'm still in college, just trying to get through life. But anytime people want to talk about literally anything, you know, I got my DMs there. <laughs> it's uh Yeah, you know, I feel like I-, I feel like I have sort of a responsibility ish, you know. I've got eleven and a half thousand people that follow me, so I should probably do something, you know, decent with that following instead of just, you know, saying no every day, <laughs> but, uh, for the foreseeable future, I'll be saying no every day, so, that's that for me,
0: and I am,
1: and they ask me, they ask me, they ask me, I tell
0: them, raise your glasses, <laughs> your glasses, your glasses to the sky, is the last call for alcohol for the so get your ass off the wall everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality